Runners, welcome to the official first episode of the Up and Running podcast. I am so excited to be officially starting this podcast and chatting with all of you guys. We are going to hit the ground running and talk about a really hot topic in the running community, and that is whether or not you should be continuing to run if you're experiencing pain. And as always, the answer is it depends. So stay tuned, and I hope you have some takeaways from this episode. What's up, runners? This is the Personalized Running Doc. I'm a runner rehab specialist, running coach, and competitive distance runner. And throughout the early years of my running career, I was plagued with repetitive injuries and told by many a professional that it was my body's own fault, that my body wasn't built for running. So either I could quit or just live with the pain. I decided to choose option three, dive into the science behind running and training, which is what allowed me to return to running pain-free and continue chasing after my own PRs to this day. And now I'm gonna tell you all that I have learned along the way and how I coach my own athletes to do the same. This is the Up and Running Podcast. All right, runners, so let's dive right in. And the first thing that I want to initially say on this podcast is that anything that we talk about here is not meant to be medical advice specific to you. So as always, if you are unsure, you should seek out professional guidance from a provider that has a running background, whether that be an MD or a physical therapist, or maybe even an athletic trainer. Um, We, a nurse practitioner, there's so many people that you can ask, but you definitely want to make sure that they have that running background, because if you go to somebody that doesn't they're most likely going to tell you to stop running. And that's not what the answer always is when you are experiencing pain when running. From there, I want to talk about the difference between the initial discomfort that you are going to experience when you first start running. So I want to talk about this because I find a lot of novice runners have a difficulty with actually distinguishing the difference between that discomfort that you are going to feel with running and training um, and pain. And that's because your body is essentially overstimulated from the amount of exercise that you're now doing. That is a full body exercise that causes a lot of um, neurological fatigue in our nervous system. And it also just creates a lot of muscular fatigue throughout the entire body because running is a full body exercise. And unlike other sports, when you're running, it's continuous, whether it's a um, easy run or it is a hard workout. Maybe you are taking those walk breaks in between, but if you continue running afterwards, it's just a lot of repetition of the same movements over and over again. There's not really as much of a break as there is with other sports. So this can cause a lot of discomfort initially when you are starting to run. And it's important to distinguish that level of discomfort and maybe excessive muscle soreness that you're experiencing from pain. Now, if you are experiencing a high level of discomfort, you are experiencing a high level of fatigue and muscle soreness, then you may be overdoing it because there is a level that is expected when you're going into a new activity, but it shouldn't be at the expense at the expense of you feeling it throughout the remainder of your next day and the next day and the next day 
Um, we do not want that level of cumulative fatigue building up on you when you are just starting to run because it should be gentle. It should be easy-ish. I say ish because it's still going to feel hard because it's new. Um, but we don't want that level of discomfort, fatigue, and muscle soreness to be impacting you throughout the rest of your life. So if you have a running plan, which all of you should, um, you should maybe consider pulling back on that plan a little bit and downgrading it so that it actually fits you to your needs. If you don't have a plan, definitely get a plan um, and preferably get a plan from a coach because some of the plans out there that you can find online are not necessarily level one, even if they say that they're level one. I was just talking with a new runner the other day and her level one half marathon training plan only had her running three runs a week, but those three runs after the first three week, three weeks of her plan, all three of the runs became high intensity runs. They all had some level of speed work in them. And to me, that is not necessary, nor is it appropriate for a novice runner. I've been running for 15 plus years and I'm in the middle of marathon training and I, I don't even do more than two workouts a week because I know the level of fatigue that it puts on my body. And I know I need to be able to function throughout the rest of my daily life. Um, so the fact that this novice plan, this level one half marathon plan that this runner was doing had three workouts in it and she was only running three times a week. That means that her running intensity of those runs were at a, a, a greater than 20%. And we, if we think about the breakdown of what our week should look like, when we look at our training plan, 80% of our runs should be at an easy pace. And that is a pace that we can maintain a conversation at. The other 20% can be the percentage that we are working at a harder level that we are breathless and having to take deep breaths and things like that. Um, but we don't want that to exceed that 20% is what essentially I'm saying. So to round up that first little discussion there, um, that is not necessarily specific to what we were going to talk about in this podcast, obviously monitor how you are specifically feeling when you are coming into running. If you are new to running, evaluate whether it is truly pain or discomfort, um, and maybe see if it is the plan that you are following, if it's not necessarily appropriate for you, or you need to kind of backtrack, or you need to reach out to get a more specific plan for you and your goals. So moving on from there, let's talk about actually experiencing pain when we're running. And I am somebody that is very familiar with this. I have had so many repetitive injuries when I was younger in high school and in college. And so I am very familiar with the experience of pain. And unfortunately, back then, the advice that I got, which is why, again, I'm telling you guys, when you go seek out a provider's advice and recommendation, make sure that they understand running and runners. Um, because the advice I used to get was to stop running, regardless of the level of pain and the duration of pain. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today is my green, yellow, and red light system that helps to guide you whether or not you should continue running. So the two variables you want to measure are the intensity of your pain, which is a scale from zero to 10, 
zero being no pain, 10 out of 10 being you are knocked out unconscious because you were mauled by a bear type of pain. <laughs> so let's kind of like see that scale. It, it, there's small numbers from zero to 10, but like there's a big wide range here. Um, and then from there, we want to look at the duration of pain. So how long are you experiencing pain for? Are you experiencing pain continuously during your run? Or is it common during the warm-up, go away during the middle of the run, and come back when you're kind of cooling down at the end of the run? Because um, that can also dictate different things as well. Um, and then afterwards, your duration of pain after you finish your run. Does it hang around for only a couple of minutes, a couple of hours, or does it linger into the next day? So let's head back to the, the intensity of pain. When we're talking pain that is a zero to a three out of 10, that is a low level of pain. Sometimes that level of pain, even when we're doing therapeutic exercises, can be very therapeutic. So at that point, we would say that running is actually a therapeutic exercise for you to be working on your load tolerance of the movement that is quote unquote irritating you right now. So it is safe to continue running and continue at the continue on the plan that you are actually using. That being said, I would absolutely take the time to reach out to a coach, reach out to a running rehab specialist um, and get some specific exercises for the area that you're experiencing pain or irritation or discomfort. Um, because we we don't wanna wait until the pain gets worse to actually address it. We wanna address it as soon as it starts to, to come um, and rear its ugly head. So moving on from there, if you have pain between a four and a six out of 10, now the pain is a little bit more intense and maybe it's lingering a little bit longer. Um, and this is when we're definitely going to make some modifications. And that is modifications to the intensity of your run. Um, so maybe backing off and doing more easy runs or maybe doing more speed runs. Honestly, it depends upon the injury in terms of what would benefit you. Maybe we're decreasing the duration of our runs, maybe not running for as long, um, not running as frequently throughout the week and or changing the elevation changes that are actually happening on run. Again, Running uphill for some people may be irritating, but others, it could be therapeutic. Running downhill for some people may be irritating. Others, it could be therapeutic. So it all depends on your specific situation. But definitely at this level, reach out to a running rehab specialist and get the problem looked at so that you are addressing what is happening underneath the surface because this can quickly shift into the high level of pain um, that we're going to talk about next. And that is pain greater than a seven out of 10, um, or a seven out of 10 or greater, I should say. And at this point we are stopping, um, our running because it is no longer therapeutic. It is no longer questionable. It is intense pain. Um, and you're probably going to be altering your gait at this point. You're probably going to be like wincing or bracing, um, when you're running. So running is no longer safe. And the body is definitely giving us a sign of that. And so we need to stop running, give the body rest, how much rest it depends upon you specifically in your injury um, and how long you've been experiencing that pain for. So that's kind of a hard question. Again, it depends, but 
we, we then also want to reach out to a running rehab specialist and get that looked at immediately. Um, the level of intensity in terms of how much therapy you're going to need at that point all depends upon what is actually going on underneath the surface. Um, so there's not one cookie cutter kind of direction I can give in that regard. Moving on to the duration of pain. So as I mentioned before, there's a difference between if pain is constant during a run or if it is coming and going. Usually it is safer to continue to run if the pain is coming and going versus obviously if it is constant. Um, if that pain is constant, what you probably can expect during that run is that we again need to make some modifications um, to what again, the, the variables of your run. So duration, frequency, intensity, elevation changes, all of those things. Um, but that also depends upon how con how constant it is and the intensity of how high that pain is. So if that pain is constant, but it's at a low level, okay, then maybe we just need to back off slightly. Um, if that pain is constant and it's at that kind of medium range of like the four to six, well, then maybe we probably should be backing off considerably on a certain number of variables. If that pain is constant and that pain is high, um, that seven out of 10, then we are 100% stopping running at that point. Same kind of concept can be applied to if the pain is intermittent during your run. So if the pain is coming and going, then we can expect to, again, monitor the intensity of that pain throughout your run. Um, and if it's coming and going at a low level, safe to continue running. If it's coming and going at that medium level, all right, we're backing off, we're, we're making some changes to your training. And then if it's coming and going, but again, at a high level, we may not need to officially stop running altogether, but we may need to really bring back the brakes um, pretty hard and cut down significantly on what you're doing to figure out what it is exactly um, that is causing the irritation at that point. But when we talk about after the run, we're then talking about how long that pain is lasting after you finish. So if it is lasting only a couple of minutes after you finish your run, then again, you're in the green zone. That is safe to continue running at the training plan that you are following. Um, but you do want to obviously, again, reach out to somebody that is going to help guide you in specific exercises to address the pain um, and kind of nip it in the butt before it even becomes a problem. If the pain then continues to last into the next couple of hours or it goes away after you finish running and then comes back a couple of hours later, then we are probably in the yellow zone. That yellow zone is again, telling us that we need to make some modifications to all of those variables that I've been repeating over and over again of your running um, and your training plan. And that is individualistic to whatever pain you are experiencing. But we're definitely reaching out to a running rehab specialist at this point to get some structure, maybe have some specific guidance on pain management and the passive things that we can do, but also starting to be more active in how to manage that pain, getting specific exercises and whatnot. Lastly, if your pain is lasting into the next day or into two days later, and again, you're, you're feeling this pain 
pretty constantly or in and out during other movements of your daily life, like walking around or going up and down stairs or squatting. If you're aware of your pain during those movements, oh, and especially during sleep, if you are experiencing pain during your sleep, running is a no-go. Um, because that means that your nervous system is really, really on high and it does not feel safe, even at the most basic level of rest. So if your pain is lasting into those durations, we are stopping running. We are seeing a running rehab specialist. We are definitely doing some passive pain management strategies that can be compression, elevation, maybe some, um, non-steroidals, if that is something that you can tolerate. And then we're going into if using ice and heat, if those are your things, um, will those 100% change the pain complex? Not necessarily, but it might make you feel better. And that is 100% important um, in making sure that everybody feels good moving forward through their rehab process. But then we're also incorporating active strategies. So we're working on pain management strategies through exercise as well. So that's kind of how I go through the green, yellow, red light of a monitoring your pain. And so what to understand from this is that, again, everybody is individualistic. It's not super clear cut all the time. And if you have questions, reach out, ask questions from somebody that you trust that you know will give you a honest answer based upon your specific scenario. And Again, this should be somebody that has running experience. It doesn't necessarily have to be me. I know I'm not the right person for everybody, but I do believe that there is somebody out there that can give you that support and that care that you deserve as a runner um, because everybody deserves to be able to run pain-free. Um, trying to think what else. The other topic that is super important um, to kind of be aware of is that stress reactions and stress fractures don't necessarily follow this green, yellow, red light system. And if you are experienced or if you have experienced those in the past, you definitely need to monitor your pain more closely and monitor the duration of pain more closely um, and probably reach out to a specialist sooner rather than later. But when it comes to running with pain, obviously it is not super black and white. Um, so when looking into this, do your due diligence, reach out to a professional, um, you can use the cheat sheet to kind of help you figure out whether or not it is safe. But obviously if you're in the green with both areas, you are safe to continue running. If you are with a green and a yellow, then we got to take some modifications into consideration. <clears throat> if we have two yellows, we're definitely doing a deload and we're definitely reaching out to a specialist. And then any combination of red, really, we definitely need to pull the brakes on running and just stop and take some time to rest and, and reach out to a specialist to be able to do the best we can to heal our body and make it feel safe again. I hope you guys had some really key takeaways when it came to this episode. My goal is to give you guys education that I obviously never really explicitly had when I was coming into the running community and going through the first couple steps of my running journey. So hope you guys were able to learn something in this first podcast episode. And I hope you guys stick around because we're going to talk about a lot of topics in the future that I think will be really interesting to you guys and help you in your running journeys along the way. So keep on running, everyone.